0: This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network.
1: Hello, everyone. Steve Brandy again on Newsmakers sitting in for Linda Bolton. Today, we focus on the NJCAA basketball tournament that happened this past week at Dan Valeria Community College. And what we're going to do is talk to a bunch of people that were involved in some way, including a volunteer, our very own Bill Pickett. All right, back here at the Danville Area Community College National Junior College Athletic Association Tournament. Our own Bill Pickett working a volunteer desk by the hospitality room. How'd they rope you into this? How'd you get involved?
2: I don't know because I'm surprised that they're letting me guard the food. You know, somebody like me, they got me out here in front. checking the passes to make sure everybody's got you know to get into the hospitality room but you know that food smells awful good
1: (laughs) and it tastes awful good god bless everybody working it hey listen what you've seen here over the years this tournament 29 years we're back to full speed ahead this year without any COVID precautions and just in time to try to bid to get the tournament to stay here perfect confluence what kind of attitudes you see in here everybody must be really keyed up Everybody is keyed up and and you know it's it's I've talked to a lot of
2: coaches and I've talked to a lot of players and stuff, you know, uh, over the years and it just seems like, you know, if they would ever take it away from Danville, I would really be surprised because the town gets behind it. I mean, right here at the hospitality room here for example, you got all these businesses and stores and so forth. They're donating the food that's that's people are eating in
1: there. So they really get behind the tournament now let's talk about the future all the years you covered the effort to bring a casino to Vermillion county now it's coming and what i've been asking everybody is picture five years down the road a successful bid to keep the tournament here a casino up and rolling more things to do for all the teams that come in another restaurant or two to send the coaches and players to there's all kinds of sky's the limit stuff right now
2: yeah i think you're right and and once they get the casino up and running out there, you know, on the east side of Danville, I think you're going to see some more restaurants and so forth pop up out there like that and other businesses. uh, The mayor said that he wouldn't be a bit surprised to see retail pop up out there. And I remember at one time, Steve, there was, uh, before the village mall was built, there was That developer for the village mall and then then there was talk of a of a mall down south and a mall out east and they were all three. I was I was at a city council meeting years ago where all these three development companies were there and they were trying to decide where to go. And the one out on the east side, I remember they were gonna call it the Cross County Mall. I can't remember what the one south was gonna be, but um, You know and i look for more development down south down in the tilton area down there by vermilion chevrolet that's going to pick up down there it's bound to happen five years from now it's going to be really interesting to see what this town looks like you're going to have the you know the carl
1: at the riverfront project will be up and developed and there'll be stuff building up around that i just hope you and i are still sitting in these chairs you volunteering at the hospitality room me coming in eating after calling a game with our great team of broadcasters let's keep it as it is gotta love it yeah and i've got a couple more days to work out the next couple of days
2: they've got i'm a volunteer actually taking the money and selling the tickets at the front door so that'll be fun seeing people coming in mm-hmm. so you know i And, of course, I'm also doing a few stories, you know, as you know, for the station. um, There's all kinds of stuff around here that, that make really good feature stories. For example, one year... I remember the year that one of the teams came in, the kids were here like they were on Tuesday morning, and and the coach had a great big box and he set it down on the floor. And I was wondering what's he up to, you know, and he he, he got out something out of his pocket, ripped it down through the box, and then he dug down in there with both hands and and threw candy up to the kids in the crowd. Guess
1: what team those kids were rooting for? Oh boy, that's the oldest trick in the book, but it's beautiful and it works. Bill, thank you so much. All right. Thank you. And continuing with the interviews we have done throughout the course of the week of the basketball tournament at Dan Valeria Community College, let's go to my talk with, from the Visitors Bureau, Jeannie Cook. Well, here with Jeannie Cook from the Visitors Bureau on day two of the tournament at Danville Area Community College. We're still smiling. We're still feeling good. Maybe we're a little tired on day two, Jeannie. But the feedback we're getting from teams that I'm sure want to see this tournament stay here, all the new attractions. Boy, what else could we have asked for?
0: I don't know. It's almost perfection. You hate to say that out loud, but you don't know what's going to come next. But I'm telling you, the crowds have been great. The basketball's been Wonderful. Uh, We've had nothing but great reviews so far, and it's it's just a wonderful day for Danville.
1: And these first two days, the weather has been absolutely outstanding. Now combine that with the casino that's coming and five years down the road. That's the magic number in my mind. You have a casino that's established. You have a tournament that has bid successfully to stay here. Look at everything that can happen. You've got to be really thinking at night, wow, what else can we do here?
0: Well, it, it's a wonderful time to be part of the Danville community, um, and it is an exciting time. We'll go to bid soon for an extension on this tournament. We feel pretty comfortable that that's going to stay here, and it's it's because of the people that come out and support it. It's because of the college. It's because of our community, um, and it just all comes together, and it's pretty amazing.
1: You had a quote when you were talking to somebody about a week ago on our station when it comes to visitors, it's not just people taking a vacation. It's people in Danville, in Vermilion County, for any reason, be it a convention, be it visiting relatives, just passing through. And anytime somebody comes into Vermilion County or Danville for the first time, we want to give them our best. And, boy, there's more ways to do it, it seems.
0: Absolutely. We're talking about visitors that are here, contractors that are here. Um, building uh, something here in Danville, or a truck driver comes through and fills up with gas, or any reason that they come and leave resources to Danville and the Danville area. So it's not, you're right, it's not a vacation, it's tourism, and it brings great money to this community.
1: And coming here for so many reasons. Jeannie Cook from the Visitors Bureau, God bless everything you do, and let's keep busy the next few years. Well, we're here at the tournament with Doug Barnett and Doug during this National Junior College Athletic Association tournament and you at the Survivor Resource Center, you and your wife, all the work that you do with the main sponsor of our broadcast. We thank you. But this has to be a big week for you, not just the tournament calling some games, but what that is able to do, the Survivor Resource Center and, of course, moving into a new location soon.
3: Well, I mean, we just appreciate all they do locally. My wife is a survivor of sexual assault herself. We live by Romans 828, which is to say all things work together for good. And while that obviously was a very traumatic thing for my wife, we like to take those things and use them for good. And so we've now impacted thousands of people, be it through our uh, support of sexual assault programs elsewhere, as well as the Survivor Resource Center. And just, you know, people understand the significance of that. It's a big problem. One in three males are going to be sexually assaulted. One in four females are going to be sexually assaulted this year. So it's a large problem. So to have folks like the Survivor Resource Center, it's just invaluable to provide comfort and guidance and direction because one thing I know, you know, firsthand my wife is just trying to find guidance in those moments is just tough.
1: One thing we talked about this week on WDAN News. $3,594 $3,594 raised for the Survivor Resource Center through the recent Glow Downtown 5K run, and that had to be great, and what a moment it is getting that new location downtown, and a downtown event pulls in more than
3: $3,500. Wow, that's, I did not know that, so that's just, I'm blown away, that's, what great news for those guys, the Survivor Resource Center, to get the new place downtown, so they'll be able to expand their mission, especially, if you don't realize coming out of the pandemic, sexual assaults were on a heavy increase, during- and people are locked up and, uh, you know, in their homes together. And uh, so uh, anyway, it's just it's been a big, big problem. So just happy they were able to raise that type of funding here. That's terrific. And get the new office and expand uh, their presence here.
1: Let's talk from a basketball point of view, what you've seen as a broadcaster here. I'm a rookie at this. You guys have seen this for years. All these great Division II junior college teams from around the country, some fantastic athletes, some fantastic athleticism, and also the drive these players have. Have. They want to come to Danville. They know where Danville is. It's been here 29 years. Great
3: to see the passion here all over the place. Yeah, no, absolutely. Brian Henskin and his team. I mean, this is no doubt about it. This is one of the more premier events in the country. Nobody. Or I, I go to them. I mean, I've been to the Big Ten tournament this weekend. I, I attend all these things. And so it's just such a, uh, they do such an elite job. I don't know how else to quantify it than to say that Brian and his entire team, the big video board here. I mean, the gym's completely redone. I mean, this is a venue for a big event like this. And the basketball speaks for itself. I mean, it's exciting. It's nonstop, right? I mean, the only time there's a stop is if there's a foul or a timeout. So, I mean, these guys, are, it's like a track meet every day.
1: Let's talk about what it means to get off the two years of slump we had during the pandemic. And we've got the full show back this year. Just in time to bid to keep the tournament here. People like Genie Cook that I've been talking to. What great timing. Let's hope we can build the momentum from this week.
3: Well, I think they just have a proven track record. I, I said it on a broad podcast earlier today talking about basketball, but as with the tournament as well, there's only one true indicator, and that's performance. And Brian Hensgen, all these folks, they perform year in, year out. I mean, this is what it is. There's no disputing. It's it's an elite event. So I'm not going to lay awake tonight worried about whether we get to keep it or not. So they do a terrific job.
1: A final question from the racing point of view and my former Julia Connections. Doug, can you help me move Chicagoland Speedway down to Danville? Why don't we bring that here as well, huh?
3: Hey, we can do it, man. It just takes money, right? That's why I say in racing, we can do whatever you want. It just takes money.
1: Oh, boy. Hey, God bless. Thanks for joining me. Yeah, thank you, brother. All right, Steve Brandy here with Tim Dudley from Vermilion Advantage. You're working as a volunteer, checking for people's passes here, but what does it mean, the Vermilion County greeting to all these basketball teams coming in? We've been doing it for 29 years, and good heavens back
4: this year. We're doing it the old way, full speed ahead. I know. We were here last year, and it was like a ghost town almost with COVID, but we're so happy to see all the people back here. It's a great economic boon for Vermilion County. It's good for the Commission of Business Bureau. It's just good for... Danville and the surrounding community is all together and we're so happy to be a part of this of Roman Advantage that, that uh, we're here volunteering and helping the situation. Tim, taking a look at the future, we all know about the recent announcement
1: about the casino coming to Danville. We've got a bidding to keep this tournament here. Imagine about five years down the road, the tournament stays here. It's still the tradition. The casino gets rolling. People know that that's another thing to do while you're in Danville. You can just imagine
4: the potential, everything coming together in one confluence here. Yeah, that's true, Steve. The, the potential is unlimited. Uh, usually when casinos come in, they bring They bring quality of life, things with them, like water parks, more hotels. And you know, the hotels are the real important thing in this because they bring in people from out of town that come from out of town to spend money in our community, but that hotel motel tax goes right to the part of that goes to the convention, visitors and convention bureau, and that's what's able to to sponsor stuff like this. So it's great that we can keep that money circulating in our community and and be able to put on these great events that are a quality of life issue. That's what keeps people in your town. And you talk to people that have been here, I'm sure many times, but some
1: have been here for the first time and they see what Danville is all about, what Vermillion County is all
4: about, and I'm sure in just a couple days you've been able to tell some people some stories and educate them a bit. Absolutely, Steve. It's all about getting people to Danville. You know, people can hear stories. I had the same thing when I was in Decatur. People would say, here are these stories, but once they got there, they go, wow, this is really nice. Danville's the same way. We've got to do a better job of telling our story. Because we've got a lot to offer here in Danville. If people would just come here, they'd see all the great things and all the great people. Tim Dudley,
1: Vermillion Advantage CEO, and a big smile on everybody's face, including yours. Thanks so much. Great. Thank you,
4: Steve. Glad to do it.
1: Well, Brian Hensgen, who directs this tournament, and you were talking to me at halftime on opening day. Now, here we are 24 hours later. Things still going well. You look a little bit more tired, but like we say, we're back to full speed ahead. No COVID problems this year. This has to feel great.
5: It feels fantastic. We have uh, a lot of folks in the gymnasium enjoying the action. Um, yeah a little tired but still energized excited about the activity out there on the floor and uh, seeing that the action and, and just getting back to what I call normal when it comes to hosting this national tournament.
1: Brian now that we've been underway more than 24 hours are you getting feedback from the coaches or from just other schools saying hey we hope the tournament stays here
5: we want it to stay here the bidding going out later what kind of support are you getting? Well, you know, we've, we've had a lot of positive feedback about the facility upgrades. They, they've been noticed by a lot of folks, visiting coaches, officials, uh, all the, the participating teams. So that feedback is extremely positive. As uh, we've continued to have conversations about the bidding process, the, the initial feedback is that... Everyone is in is in favor of this staying here for many years to come. Uh, so I have to feel I'm feel pretty positive that uh, moving forward, it's going to uh, be, could be here for a long time to come.
1: Okay, let's figure it will stay here because we know it will, right? What about when people talk about add teams, make it an at-large tournament that has 24 teams total? Could we do that, or does that make you nervous thinking about that?
5: No, it doesn't make me nervous. I've told representatives from the NJCAA we're flexible and we're willing to do whatever the leadership at the NJCAA level wants to do, so uh, we'll make it work. So if it's a single elimination, double elimination, we'll work with our area hotels and, and the facilities that we have to make sure that the teams get the same experience that they've come to accustomed to.
1: All right, the future is bright. Brian Henson, God bless. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you. And going back to Vermillion Advantage, let's talk to the new chamber director, Nicole Van Hefty. Steve Brandy right here with Nicole Van Hefty, who is not only the new chamber director, but we are recording this on Wednesday, and she is scheduled to sing the national anthem at 11 a.m. when we start the Thursday session here at this NJCAA tournament. Now, you've done that before, right?
6: I have. It's it's kind of an annual thing for me, and and last year... COVID was a big thing, and so the stands were empty, and it was a very eerie feeling. So this year, walking in here today, seeing the crowd is really exciting. I'm really excited to be able to do that tomorrow.
1: All right, we're looking forward to that, but what we're also looking forward to is the new casino, and hopefully a bid that keeps this National Junior College Basketball Tournament coming to Danville, and then the casino becomes alive, and then we have the tournament. What? Just when I was talking to Tim Dudley about the potential of how all this can grow together over the the next half decade
6: well amazing things are happening right now i think we're really laying the groundwork for uh, what's to come in in the next decade i think uh, it's time to grow Um, we have the right people in the right positions and the right things are happening the casino is huge this tournament is huge Um, just bringing people from out of state out of town out of the county into vermilion county spending their dollars here um, I think we're going to see more and more of that, especially with, with more and more development as we, as we get bigger.
1: And, of course, when these basketball teams come to town, they have a little bit of downtime between sessions. Some coaches want to find a place to practice over at the Boys and Girls Club. Some, I heard, end up visiting schools and talking to students. They want to meet people, and that is a chance for you to maybe tell them, well, go over here, go over there. In a few years, check out the restaurant at the casino. We can give them all kinds of things to check out while the teams are here.
6: Absolutely. What, a, what an awesome opportunity uh, for, for us to preach to these people about how amazing our county is. Uh, we're, we're sending people downtown. We're sending people... Um, all, all over the county just to meet other people, see how awesome we are here because we are. Uh, and, and it's another another great way to just network and, and meet people from the outside so they can spread the message on how amazing we are here in Maine County.
1: Well, Nicole Van Hefty, thank you for working the front table here at today's games at Valeria Community College. Now, by next year, you need to teach me how to sing the national anthem.
6: <laughs> you got it. <laughs> yeah,
1: and my daughter will never forgive me. All right. Thank you. And let's go now to somebody who has seen this tournament the whole time it's been in Danville, and that is our own mike holvey well right here with mike holvey who has seen the national junior college athletic association tournament in danville all these decades let me just say personally it was great to hear you calling games again that takes me back to my roots that's got to feel good for you getting behind that play-by-play microphone
7: i always enjoy that and it's certainly special at dacc 29 years of the national tournament it is hard to believe started with eight and then we went to 12 and then finally 16 teams
1: now the future is what we want to talk about here. Let's talk about the tournament's future itself. What if we went to at large berths? What if we went to twenty-four teams? What all different combos could we see as this tournament continues?
7: Well, you know, it's really up to the it's up to the NJCAA and the coaches to figure that out. One of the secrets to our longevity is that we haven't really had an opinion on how the tournament is structured in terms of games and whatnot. They've always asked Danville, but we haven't been the leader in that. One of the things that we've liked about the double elimination is that it keeps the teams in town longer from a standpoint of you build relationships. Uh, I can remember, again, it's been a number of years ago, but we have the United Tribes is a good example of that at Community College in the Dakotas. And it was a Native American college. And the student athletes came and they brought their culture with them. And they went to area schools. And they shared, shared Native American history with, you know, students who are probably now in high school or college. uh, But they were exposed because of the kids being here in that cultural exchange. Um, You don't get that if they come in, play a game and leave. And so the fact that teams are here longer create to me more opportunities for that level of engagement. That's a plus in my mind.
1: You said longevity. Danville wants more longevity. And right before we bid to try to keep the tournament here, boom, we're back doing it full speed this year. No more COVID protocols in the way because we're getting back to normal. We bring in the beautiful video board and all of a sudden everybody goes, wow. Now we remember what we were missing the last couple of years. Great timing put on a show like that before the bidding.
7: Yeah, it certainly didn't hurt. And our Division II chair, who has been in Danville all week, Chris Depew from New York. He's actually the athletic director of Sullivan College, which is one of our teams that are competing this week at the national tournament. I had a chance to visit with him on Tuesday during one of the uh, during one of the halftime segments and I flat out ask him what do we have to do to make this a permanent bid? Let's get rid of this every three years Danville has to go through a dance which we've been doing now for 30 years and let's make this a permanent site and he said I would do everything I could to see that that happens you have my full support and one of the things I think that is a a um, positive for the community is we've not stood still right? The community is put this tournament on for 30 years, it will be 30 years next year, but we haven't stood still. The gym looks different. It feels different. The of the procedures, the number of teams that are involved. Just look at, as you said, the video board that the college spent a lot of money to to create built in Danville, which is even cool. The fact that we have are so focused on the student athletes and their experience, it's all these positives that no other community is going to embrace like Danville has. We've had so many people from the NJCA say over the years, Danville is the perfect host site for this size of tournament.
1: So many people I've talked to, and you name it, Tim Dudley, Nicole Van Hefty, Jeannie Cook, our own Bill Pickett, we're looking five years down the road, figuring the tournament stays in Danville, then the casino comes and gets established, then more development out there on the east side by the casino. Where, Mike Holvey, do you
7: see all this in about five years, a half dozen years? yeah you just said it uh, i mean we will we will be celebrating our thirty fifth n j c a tournament. The east side of town is reimagining what it can be, certainly economic development through these drivers are going on and And then, you know, one thing that uh, city leaders have wanted for so long is neighborhood revitalization. Right. And so as more revenue comes into the community and we're able to reinvest inside the community to improve our neighborhoods and improving our quality of life, all of those things are really positive. So this is a really exciting time for us and looking forward, not saying, oh, my gosh, what are we going to do? It's really the opposite. Oh, my gosh, what are we going to do? I mean, our choices are so many. This is great. All right, Mike Hovey. many more to talk about, and thanks
1: so much. You bet. Thank you, Stephen. And wrapping it up, a talk I was able to have Thursday night with DAC President Dr. Stephen Nako. Well, the series of interviews we've done here on Newsmakers about the National Junior College Athletic Association Basketball Tournament, a lot of them have been live, but this one right on the phone with Dr. Stephen Naco, the president of Danville Area Community College. All right, we're talking, Dr. Naco, uh, Thursday night at this point, and what a start to the tournament you got to have that smile on your face because I mean to tell you, wasn't it great to have it back full steam with all the trimmings this year?
8: It really has been. It's it, it's all of the bells and whistles, as they say. You couldn't ask for more excited crowds with the big video board from Watchfire and with just just the overall ambiance of a of. I, I, you know what I would say? Finkel, fin, I'm sorry, Hinkle Fieldhouse in in for for Butler, this is the Hinkle Fieldhouse of Danville and Vermilion County. It's that excited, it's, it's exciting, it's that traditional, and I mean, from the little kids coming to the, just the regular, just denizens of the area who love basketball, so we have everybody here. It's 16 great teams, and just wonderful to do, wonderful and, to host again.
1: And you just brought up a place that's near and dear to my heart. When I lived in the Indianapolis area, I finished second in a fifth-grade science fair. Guess where the regional fair was? Right on the floor of Hinkle Fieldhouse, baby. I oh, was Hinkle. right there. Wow. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, we were all trying to figure out where the big B in the floor was. But, hey, you know mm-hmm. what? Uh, the music has been great with the pep band and some of their vocalists. And uh, you were, I think today, you were jamming with the Dak pep band, weren't you? How many songs did you play this week? They uh, with
8: pep, The Dak pep band's been out twice now and left two more on Friday, two more, two more gigs. But it's also one time we had the Salt Fork pep band with the Dak pep. Pet band that was on tuesday and other and other pet bands from other schools all come in westville's coming in i think westville's coming in tomorrow some of the some of the great pet bands through in the whole county will be here
1: and i missed it uh, today on thursday but i think nicole van hefty from vermilion advantage sang the national anthem uh, maybe she could give me lessons how about that
8: she has some um, set of pipes uh, the first um well, one of the the first day we had from our own deck uh Cindy Peck where she she's an instructor now and and Stefan Scott together. What a duet they were together oh the, we've heard some great national anthems too you know
1: well let's talk about the future we're all hoping that the bidding comes through, and Dan Valeria Community College after twenty nine years continues to host this junior college division two championship and then with a plan for a casino to be opening within about 11 to 12 months and what i keep telling everybody dr Naco, is five six years down the road with the tournament still here and the casino open and more restaurants for people to go to more development good grief the future is so bright we have to wear shades as the old song goes uh, well what are you kind of seeing looking into the future
8: the trajectory is straight up for the area. It's, it's regional, it's new businesses coming in. They're, they're really the revitalization of, of downtown Danville is going on, the Carl facility being sort of one of the cornerstones, but also the Julius Hegler and Paul Offit rebuilt a Fisher Theater, more restaurants coming in, two more on the, on the verge of being right near the Fisher Theater. There are, it's just an exciting time to be in Danzel, I'll tell you that.
1: And I just want to say all of the volunteers that have helped make this tournament work, especially the people working. In the hospitality room, Uh, as of this moment, I just a while ago was calling the game between uh, Southern Arkansas Tech and Dakota County Tech, and it was a fantastic basketball game. I got to tell you, I was hungry after that one, and you had a staff of volunteers uh, ready to uh, just feed a hungry group of coaches, players, you name it, and what a team, what a team that works together to make this all work. That's the greatest story.
8: It's the community and commitment to this tournament. I see somebody like uh, Jim Russell, who's a, who's a mental health expert and a reverend, and he, he'll be sweat boy all week. He's out there cleaning the sweat off the floor when the players fall. There, there are dozens of DAC employees. This is a labor of love. But hundreds of local residents just coming out for this event and doing everything you're saying from the from the hospitality room to selling tickets to just just being part of the ambiance of, of this. We really do put our best foot forward for this tournament and we are going to keep it forever. We know the current agreement goes through twenty twenty three. Our A team is going to be out. For the for the next um, for the conference with the NJCAA, I'm on the president's council for the for the NJCAA. But the A team of Brian Henskin, Tim Button, Jeannie Cook, they're they're all going to um, I think it's Alabama this year for that conference, and they're going to help make the case. Uh, Doctor S- uh, Doctor Chris Parker, who's the head of the NJCAA. He loves Danville. He understands Danville. One of the board members, one of my former, my former boss, my president at Union County College, she's on the board uh, of the NJCAA. She's also making a very strong case for us permanently. It's Dr. Margaret McMenamin. So we've got a lot of angels looking out for Danville, and they understand our location. They understand you're not going to find a community college with a community as commit, committed as, as this one is to this tournament. So there are some assets here nobody can match, and the NJCAA understands that.
1: That's fantastic. Dr. Naco. thank you for joining us. We appreciate it, and best of luck on the trip to Alabama and everything that happens. Thanks. You
8: sounded great today, by the way.
1: I appreciate it. Take care. And we thank you for listening to this issue of Newsmakers on 1490 WDAN. Have a good day.
0: You've been listening to the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. For more, visit newhoffmedia.com.